Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is episode forty-nine of Fire Talk Radio, and tonight we are going to be talking about. Uh, if you're a Democrat, you can run over Republicans. Um, we should take the warning labels off of things. Um, and cops are just making some weird decisions. This and more on Fire Talk Radio. I can only count to four. 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 What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, so we're recording this on Sunday this week because uh, I had uh, a bout of staph infection, which uh, hits me every so often and wasn't feeling well on Friday. And uh, so for those of you that were uh, hoping to watch us Friday, yeah, we weren't here. But, uh, you know, you can uh, obviously subscribe and be able to listen to us anytime. Um Next week, I'll be gone, though. Uh, I don't know what your plan is, uh, if you're going to try to get a guest or do it yourself. I'm, I'm hoping to try to find a guest for next week. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from some people. Okay. But if if we have one, we have one. If we don't, we don't. It happens. Right. Yeah. Um, but, it's just, again, this is episode 49. It is Sunday, uh, September 25th. Um Please check us out on our website, firetalkradio.com. Right now it's down, but we're going to get that. We're working on getting that fixed. You can always email us at 
firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Voicemail us at 814-380-9820. Anything of past episodes that you've listened to, you send us a voicemail. We'll play it. We'll have that conversation about it. Um, Psychostick is our provider for music. Gotta love them. Um, but last last week was fun. I, I enjoyed last week's episode. We had drama. so yeah we so we, we we invited them on. I'm like yeah we'll probably talk to them about this for about 20 minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> An hour later, an hour later, yeah, that's that's how it went. It was great, um, you know. And uh, but, but the thing is, I've I've watched uh, the lead singer Chap keep double downing on stupid, and I'm like. Well, the weird thing is, you don't, he's still doing it. You're you're not understanding why pe- why he thinks this is a Ukraine Russia ploy. Yeah, no, it's a it's a you. It's what you said. It's a, it's a you problem. Is and the thing is, like I've I've had to explain to my kids because they're starting to get to the age about they're learning the internet and everything. I said, remember, whatever you put on the internet is there forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so especially you, thanks to what do they call it, the Wayback Machine or whatever. Yeah. Then I was like, you got make good choices. I mean, you you want to know why? Uh, like the '80s and '90s babies don't get caught with all the stuff they've done because there was nothing. We didn't videotape our dumbness. Right, right. That was the thing. So, I, I was. I think I told the story on here before, where I had a wrestler that um, videotaped themselves poaching an elk. He didn't pull the trigger; someone else was, but he was there. He was videotaping it on his phone. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, it was. It, uh, they were drinking for one. They were out in the middle of the woods camping and partying and elk walked by for some reason they had a gun. It wasn't even gun, you know, rifle season, but who, whatever, but either way they did it and they videotaped it. And I'm like, okay, they didn't post it, but they videotaped it. That's called evidence. And so of course, when you have a group of people in high school, a secret is never a secret for long. And it got out and it got around and it got to the police. And then, of course, the police investigated it. Someone said, well, such and such has a video of it on his phone. They got a warrant. They got his phone. They found the video. They were all charged. Um, Thankfully, because they were young enough, it wasn't like a horrible, horrible charge. I think they had to pay a fine and uh, they were on probation and couldn't hunt for a number of years, but it could have been a lot worse. And, you know, he comes to me and I told him, uh, you know, he's like, well, you were in high school. Didn't you do stupid things? I'm like, yes, here's the thing. We didn't have cell phones that were cameras. We didn't have YouTube or TikTok or anything like that. So, when we did something stupid with four of our friends, all they had were the words of us. There was no evidence. Remember back then, like 
to take a to where where did you take pictures at? You know, birthday parties. Maybe if you went on vacation somewhere, you got a disposable camera. You know, like we didn't take pictures of everything in our life. When I was getting into photography, uh, my my sophomore year, we actually still had a photography class where we still did the whole black room. Oh yeah, did the negatives and everything. Um, I, me and my friends, we we were getting into skateboarding, rollerblading, doing, and also we were doing cover shots. Like I would be the ones taking their photos. They would be doing all of it um but that was it i mean yeah but half the time you didn't know where we were you could look at that photo you wouldn't know exactly where we were right unless you took a wide shot with a background that you can pinpoint uh landmarks or something yeah right but um i was like my kid i because i got my kid a cell phone I, I don't know if that's the smartest idea I've ever done in my life, but he he's like, man, I want to get this, this, and this. And I'm like, no, you get no social media, none yeah. at this time. He's like, why? I said, it is for your safety at yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. And uh, that's, I the, like- that's the thing I think that killed all the, all the generations after the 90s is social media, MySpace, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, it's just because now you're all out there. It's- yeah, everything that you do, everything, it, and it's got geolocation on the photos, and it's got all of that. Yeah. Um, remember that time? There was I remember working for the newspaper, and we ran a story on this because in our area of Oregon, people's houses were getting broken into while they were gone. Well, how did the people know that they were gone? They were, they had the uh, Facebook check-ins. I don't know if they still have check-ins, but they did at the time. And people were checking in. Oh, I checked in here. And the person that wanted to rob them would go, oh, such and such just checked in uh, at this place. They're probably going to be there for a few hours. I'm just going to run down to their house and break in. Yeah. Um, What was it? Um, What was another place? What was the, there was an actual app. Foursquare. Foursquare, yeah, where people that that was I don't think I think Foursquare fucking closed down because of that. Um, it's not because it was. I mean, it wasn't a bad idea. I but mean, it, it, it the was whole idea manipulated. Was, yeah, the whole idea was I check in and you check in and we go. Oh, such and such is here with me at this concert, right? It, and it's like technology is all based on the premise of hey no one's going to use bad things for so not true though that's so there was the thing is if you you can find a way to exploit it they're going to find a way look at apple air tag look at the apple air tag oh yeah people are putting that to track people now or to track yeah to just stick it we actually it actually happened to a family member of mine they were in their car and they got the notification that there's an apple air tag and I was like, uh, you need to find it. You need to disable it immediately. Cause right, because now... it uses Bluetooth to find the nearest Apple device, and then that Apple device sends it out. Yep. 
Well, yeah. originally that that it didn't work that way. Apple actually had to make an update for that for the phones to actually catch them. Right. It was only right. It was originally, only originally phone. it was uh, in the background. You didn't have to approve it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that that has to get, but figured out. Um, no. It, anytime there's technology, there's going to be people that use it to exploit other people. Use it for nefarious reasons. It's unfortunately, it's it's human it's you know because there's good people there's bad people bad people are going to do bad things um this oh, was yeah. years ago i don't remember if it was chris rock or some other comedian but i want to say it was like in the early 2000s or maybe even the late 90s um where he had a joke where he basically said uh the thing with technology is and this this goes to all guys anytime there's a new technology or anything new that comes out uh, as a guy, the first thing that goes through our head is, how can I fuck it? Anything, any new technology. Uh, you have film, let's make a porn. You have video, let's make home porn. Uh, pictures, porn. The internet, let's make internet porn. porn. Uh, anytime <laughs> there's a new technology, somebody wants to have sex with it. And... It's one of those jokes that you kind of think about and then think of all the uh, uh, examples through time and go, yeah, I kind of see that. Um, hey, this vibrates. Let's see what this does. Um, you know, and then there was always the old, uh, what was it? Uh, I guess they were urban legends, you know. Um, everybody's heard of, oh, yeah, this uh, friend of mine, his uncle, uh got caught with uh, uh, his penis in the uh, intake, intake jet of a hot tub. Um, I've heard that I don't know how many times. So. Yeah, it, it, everybody has, has a friend's uncle that does, that's done that. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, American Pie, the movie, you yeah, know, did a great job of, hey, there's something there. I'm going to fuck it. Um. But no, that's the thing is, uh, you know, social media and stuff uh, has made it almost made it uh, in some cases. They made it harder for police, but for detectives in a lot of cases, they made it easier because people want to take pictures and videotape and share on, you know, with their friends and stuff of, oh, you know, back when pot was illegal. And even now that it is legal, you still see you see it more often now. Now there's Facebook groups and stuff like that. But even when it was illegal, there was still periodically people, you know, they'd put a, a thing up around their face and uh, they'd take pictures of them trimming. And I and I would see it on Facebook and I'd go, well, dude, it's under your name. You posted it. Like putting putting a mask over your face doesn't change the fact that you posted it we know who you are i think ryan's screen uh either froze or he is sleeping really really hard like he just had narcolepsy fell asleep and is not moving so hopefully uh he comes back and we can uh finish things but this takes me back to uh the thing with uh cell phones and stuff yeah, 
we did dumb stuff. My parents did dumb stuff. We have stories we tell of the dumb stuff we did, or we might have, you know, evidence because we took something like I had a friend that decided he wanted to steal a road sign. So he took a sawzall and cut down road sign, uh, not like a stop sign, but like a road sign, road sign. Uh, that was the name of a street. He had that in his house for a long time, but no one was there with a video camera videotaping him doing that. So that's where, you know, it just comes back. Whoa. Now you come back in uh, horror movie mode. Oh no, I'm on my phone. Um, thunderstorm just rolled through and kicked everything. So I'm waiting for everything to boot up. So I'm using my phone currently. Do you um, have power. I see your lights not even on. Uh, no power just came on. I have to flip the switch. Um, <laughs> um, this, this is fantastic. I wasn't planning for this today. Um, <laughs> wow. This, hopefully the stream's still going. Um, where the fuck were we? Well, I was talking about, uh, you know, how we had, we didn't have uh, anything to um, take evidence of it. And the, and the point that I was using is before uh, pot came legalized in many states, including my state, oh, I had yeah. a friend that he would put a mask on and take pictures of himself trimming. And I'm like, I replied to him. I'm like, you realize you posted this on your page and it's geolocated. Like it doesn't take a genius to figure out where this came from. Oh yeah. No, it's never, it's always been that way to where, um, you forget the small things when you post shit of like the metadata and all the photos and it makes that even a little bit, it makes it even more questionable on things that you're doing. Right. Um, now, what, what's really funny or really good, though, is remember back in the day, the, uh, the cop shows where a kid would go missing and they go, well, do you yeah. have a recent picture of them? And the parent would walk over to, you know, the wall and grab a picture off the wall. And it would be like, uh, you know, this was taken six months ago. He looks similar, yeah. but his hair is grown out. Now the cops go, do you have a recent picture? Yeah, this was taken this morning. He took a selfie this morning or, you know. So, so there, there are pros and cons, but definitely the big thing is, is um, how, how did we get onto this? What, how did we start this? Oh, that's right. Uh, trapped. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is, you know, you have to be, careful what you say um and now with my new job i'm more careful with uh what i say not that somebody can't go back and look at my stuff and you know they do that to celebrities all the time you know something they said 15 years ago you know of course they try to cancel them but uh but you have to you, you have to realize that what you say, even if you delete it, is going to be there forever. Um, so, there's, I mean, there, there's no scrubbing shit off the internet. Everything is there. I mean, it, 
Unless, I mean, unless they remove it from the server itself, it's still going to fucking be there. I mean, there's well, shit you can buy. It can also get cataloged into other servers, like Google, oh, Google yeah. catalogs it. That's why you can take a look at a web page on Google and then be able to look at that same web page six months ago. Uh, they uh, Fox News, uh, you know, they do that all the time with uh, uh, tweets and stuff that uh, um, the left says where they say, I didn't say that. And then they go and look up their tweets and say, well, let's look back six months before you deleted it. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I mean, it's not a, I, he's still going on about the whole conspiracy thing. Uh, it's still showing up in my feed of, uh, on TikTok, and it's like, dude, just let it go. Just let it go. Um, I've, Uh, I I wonder if he if he's not doing. I, I think I mentioned this the last time, pulling a Scott Stapp and literally just falling to pieces. Ooh. possibly. So, so I'm going to switch back. I, I'm getting ready to switch back over. I got everything fucking loading now. So, <laughs> okay. Well, and also, you, uh, get on on the other one before you oh, switch. Um, but when I get when we get there, we'll we'll go. We'll talk about what it's like to be a Republican versus a Democrat. Um, and the things you can do and and get get away with. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to take a quick, uh, quick break here and uh, wait for him to come back on. And then we'll talk about about that. Look at that. Well, Jason's face isn't there. Yeah, I'm coming on. There we go. There we I go. I just didn't want people to stare at my ugly mug while I just waited for you. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's hope your uh, your power stays this time. All right, I'm putting a marker here so I can I can fix the gap in the recording. Um, well, killed the YouTube feed. Fuck it. I'll put it up later manually. Um, so we, we wanted to talk about this whole situation with man, uh, from whatever fucking state, North Dakota, happened. I think it was North Dakota of all states, North Dakota, he ran a 41 year old and I'm going to say this, how it is written. A 41 year old Democrat ran over an 18 year old Republican. Why? Because he felt the Republican was part of an extremist group, and he felt scared for himself. Right, right. I have some news and, stories because a few is, places did stuff on this. You you can't tell me that the speech our commander in chief did in the black and red, going like this, didn't make, cry in outrage to those that actually fucking follow him. 
they saying that MAGA Republicans are are a threat to democracy. And the thing is, everyone forgets MAGA only stands for Make America Great Again. Right. They like that's to all defend. It, that's all it they like stands defend, for. They like to defend and say, you know, even though Antifa completely acts in fascist ways, they go. Well, Antifa stands for anti-fascist. Well, then you have to agree that MAGA only means make America great again. That's all it means. That's all it, that's all it means. But the thing is, now you're trying to take it's that a label, a slogan, and put it in front of the word Republican. And I'm like, yep. So for if those you of you don't that- want to see our country be the best country in the world, then why are you fucking here? So for those that don't remember, this is Biden's speech. Tend otherwise. So tonight I've come to this place where it all began to speak as plainly as I can to the nation. The blood red. About the threats we face. About the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Huh. So, the left has spent now a year and a half, going on, going to be going on two years, uh, not too much longer, Blaming Donald Trump for January 6th. Because and I love their their their, their quote key and I, I I follow Occupy Democrats on Twitter um simply to see all the 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 bullshit that they every day they're claiming Trump is gonna be put in handcuffs. Oh, they've been claiming that since 2016. I'm like, I said, are, are we basing this on facts or are we basing this on your feelings? Because your feelings don't mean shit. Well, and the thing is, is, you know, now the big push for them, we're kind of getting sidetracked here, so I'll bring it back. <laughs> but the thing with that is now their big thing is, well, he was just sued by the, and his whole family was sued by uh, the uh, New York Attorney General, and it's like, is is being sued? Is currently. being sued? Yes, and it's like, yeah, you know why he's being sued and not criminally prosecuted? Because there's not enough anything. evidence. They barely have anything for a civil suit, but a civil suit has and, a much lower the civil threshold suit that they're fighting. They're saying that Trump overvalued his properties, which one one that is not him. He can say all he wants, but it, it comes yeah, down. I can to say my property bank. is worth a half a million dollars and tell everyone that, but the bank isn't going to do that. Take my word on it. They're going to send someone out. Yeah, uh, that's the whole purpose of that. So that that's gonna be the that's gonna be the interesting part. But let's get back to so getting Man back to Mitz. this. The left likes to claim that Donald Trump uh, incited violence on January sixth because 
He didn't tell anybody to riot. He told people to go down to the Capitol and peacefully protest. But the fact that he told people to go down, they claim, is him inciting. Here's the thing. Trump didn't call for action. What Biden did is much closer to a call to action. Oh, definitely. He didn't specifically say, let's attack and take out these MAGA Republicans, but it is a hell of a lot closer. Well, I mean, he said that the MAGA Republicans are a threat to the Republic. Right. And he called us terrorists. Um, Anybody that doesn't agree with him. So by using that terroristic language, by you, by doing that, what he basically did is if you think somebody is a threat to you, that means that you have an obligation to defend yourself. Oh, I can't wait till we're fact checked for this argument. (laughs) Who's going to fact check us? YouTube, probably. Who fucking knows? Um, but here's the thing. So, by by Biden saying that, there is going to be people. Just like uh, when uh, Obama, you know, talked about the, uh, in the police, uh, you know, being evil and attacking and all this stuff, and somebody guns them down. The difference is, is Obama didn't call and say the police are the enemy. He didn't say the police are terrorists. He didn't say. Biden did say that. And what are people going to do for uh, somebody that is a threat? If somebody's a threat to your life, a threat to your house, a threat to your family, you defend yourself. You take them out. That's what this guy did. And now uh, they're trying to walk it back. Um so, and then it gets even weirder because do you remember Kyle Rittenhouse defended himself? He was actually found innocent. Well, he was found not guilty um, because of self-defense. And anybody that has half a brain that watched the videos know, yeah, that was pure self-defense. He was running away. Uh, the left tries to equate this with Rittenhouse. I have seen it on TikTok, I've seen it on Twitter, I've seen it on Facebook. Them saying, well, this is no different than an 18-year-old taking a gun and shooting people randomly. I'm like, I even replied, except that nothing you said actually happened. This actually happened. This guy admitted that he ran him down because he claimed he was an ultra-right Republican or a Republican extremist, I think is the word he used. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, Rittenhouse was given, was it a million dollar bond or $2 million? It was a big bond. Yeah, yeah it was it's a million huge. dollar bond. And I don't even know if he was given uh, a 10% bond. This guy was given, who admitted to murder, admitted to murder and murdered for political means, which I think should fall under hate crime. Uh, which I'm sure he won't get charged with because they never charge anyone on the left with a hate crime. Uh, is North Dakota a liberal state or is that a... No, I know I, South Dakota is a, Republic, is a red state. 
I, I would think North Dakota was is pretty rad. I'd have to look. Um, I don't know. But um, he got a $50,000 bond I saw with that. a 10% surety. He bonded out that day. Oh, yeah. You, you know, because he had to so, go to work oh, and, and, and not lose his house. And, all he and had everything. to pay was $5,000. I know. For being, for admitting to murder. So here, here's him. A judge ordered Brant held on $50,000 cash, which he objected, saying he's not a flight risk. It's a job and a, and a, a life and a house and things that I don't exactly want to see, you know, go by the wayside. Family that are very important to me. Yeah, you know who well, else had a family? Then why the fuck did you run over an 18-year-old kid? You know who else had a family? That 18-year-old. In fact, while you were running him over, he, he was, was calling his mom. Calling his mom. I have an 18-year-old nephew. He may not have kids, but he certainly has a family. He had a job. This kid had a job. He had his whole life ahead of him. You took that away because 18. Yeah. yeah. So the 18 year old, they, they started to go fund me for him. Um, I guess his service is September 26th. Uh, so far they have their, their goal is $50,000. Uh, as of right now, um, it is $51,247. Um, it's but, but it just this is what thing, GoFundMe is for because this should have never fucking happened in the first place. No, and this again is another example that the left is truly the violent ones. The left is the violent ones. Uh I just sent this to you uh I think last night. Um that there was here in Michigan. A right-to-life volunteer was shot while trying to uh, uh, hand out literature on the proposal on the ballot. Uh, Yeah, I saw that. She was shot. She was like 80-some years old, I think. Uh, 83 years old. And the 83-year-old woman, a right-to-life volunteer, was shot in the back and shoulder while passing out pamphlets after an alleged verbal altercation in Lake Odessa in Ionia County, which is down near Detroit area, Tuesday afternoon. So this happened this past week. The woman was talking to local residents about Proposal 3, which will be on the November 8 ballot, uh, which, if it passes, will enshrine abortion access into the state constitution. So currently in Michigan... There's a 1931 uh, law on the Constitution that uh, opposes abortion. Sure. After uh, Roe v. Wade, that law was it was a trigger law and it was put back into effect. Right, and that well, and then after this past decision, it it was put back into effect. Uh, our bitch of a governor Whitmer uh, filed an injunction on it. And uh, with the Supreme Court 
since the Supreme Court for Michigan flipped from uh, three Republicans to Democrats to three Democrats to Republicans, they cited, and uh, so it's still available. But they only said in, uh, until uh, the proposal goes through. If the proposal goes through or doesn't go through, then it reverts back. And legislature has to come up with a Michigan legislature has to come up with their own rules and laws. I mean, I mean, at least it's not like Stacey Abrams talking about the heartbeat is a manufactured thing now. At six, yeah, weeks. wasn't that not, weird? Not scientifically proven. Like, like that... she's saying that uh, they push a button on the sonogram and uh, to make the heartbeat. Yeah, that's that ba- it's, a, it's an it's an auditory manufacturing. The heart is per, is is starting to move at three weeks. You can see it on the sonogram at six weeks because right. everything is it's still off. Everything is still forming, and I'm like, I I'm a parent. I, I I watched the sonogram. I can I can honestly tell you that's not a manufactured sound. Right. I watched my son's. I watched my son um, move his fingers. I watched him, you know, all of that. So, so she doesn't believe in science. She still doesn't believe she lost the election. <laughs> That's true. Although she went on the view and claimed that she never claimed that. Which I know the dum dums on the view and the dum dums that watch and follow the view would believe her, but. Oh no, she, I mean, she's gone everywhere and said that she has never conceded her laws. Granted, yes, she knows she she did lose. She's not living in the governor's mansion, but she doesn't. She believes that the election in Georgia was not a free and fair election. Uh huh. So, in other words, in Democrats' minds, it's only a free and fair election if they win. But if they lose, it's not a free and fair election. I'm assuming. Right. Because that's what that was the claim in 2016. But then 2020, you know, that was as clean as the uh, driv- undriven snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. We're not going to go down that road because we'll get banned <laughs> again for another right. two weeks. Um, um, but uh, let me uh, let me play. So Fox News uh, did a report on this also. That was. Uh, uh, this is the thing. It's like, there's not a lot of news agencies talking about this incident they kind of talked about it for like less than a day and then it went to the wayside because again in order for this to stay news you need them democrat riots outside making it continue to be news republicans we rioted once once and it was like what 200 people yeah out of 200 people in washington dc out of like 10, 20, 30,000. I don't know how many thousand were down there. But out of that, like a very small fraction, but yet somehow that encompasses anybody and everybody. Yep. Extremists he'd heard about from Joe Biden. Fox's Trace Gallagher has this amazing story for us tonight. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker. The evidence shows on Sunday, 41-year-old Shannon Brandt was legally drunk when he got into his car and intentionally used hey, his... pause that for a second. Like... 18-year-old. I never, I never, I, I actually haven't seen this yet. I didn't realize 
They just said he was in a car, legally drunk. Mm-hmm. So he was legally already drunk uh, driving under the influence. How does this make fucking sense whatsoever? My brain doesn't work right. My my brain is short-circuited at this moment because it's vehicular homicide right now. The minute that's he's why driving drunk. At the, at the very least, it's vehicular homicide, uh, maybe third degree. You know, if he's drunk, uh, they can you know, claim that it's manslaughter and not intentional, but he admitted that he did it because the kid was Republican, which makes it intentional homicide. Okay. Keep going. So. All right. Kaylor Ellingson. He then fled the scene, leaving the 18 year old to die. So what prompted the attack? Well, for now, all we have is the affidavit. That is a statement written up by a police officer on scene, which says that Brandt, quote, struck the pedestrian because the pedestrian was threatening him. Police say the alleged killer went on to say, quoting, that he hit the pedestrian and that the pedestrian was part of a Republican extremist group. The suspect was then charged with vehicular homicide and was in jail less than 48 hours before being freed on $50,000 bail. Now, it goes without saying in this country, you cannot kill someone because they belong to a certain group. But in this case, there is zero evidence the 18-year-old victim belonged to any group, much less an extremist one. But there is a growing pattern that you no longer need evidence to paint certain people as threatening. Watch. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And you may recall the president did not exactly support that statement with ample evidence. Tucker. Trace Gallagher. I want to pause for a second. Now, we've never hidden the fact that we consider Trace Gallagher one of the most talented people in all of television. You probably don't know this. He does a lot of Okay, I don't care about that part. Don't give a shit. Um, so here's the, here's the thing. Uh, in order for there to be self-defense claim, it has to be a real and immediate threat. So if somebody threatens me with a knife, and I pull my firearm, and they come towards me, I can fire. They are a real and immediate threat. If somebody says, we get into an argument, and they say, I'm going to go get my gun and come kill you, that is not an immediate threat. I cannot shoot him in the back as he's going to get his gun. Hence, the Kyle Rittenhouse issues. Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty because every time he fired his weapon, it was against an immediate threat. This guy is going to become a martyr. I, I, I'm gonna, we're going to keep an eye on this case because this case just started, but I have a feeling he's going to become a martyr. I hope they stack charges. Like this is, this is, I hope he gets the death penalty. It's intentional homicide. Regardless of what group, you, I can't go out and uh, shoot up an Antifa rally just because I don't agree with them or I don't like them or I know, I think, and I know that they're violent because they've shown 
multiple times that they are violent. But they're not an immediate threat to me. Now, if Antifa is marching down the street and they start coming into my house and threatening me, then they're an immediate threat. So this guy, intentional homicide, uh, because he said that he did it because the kid was a threat, not because it was self-defense. He did it because of what he thought was the kid's affiliation to a right-wing extremist group, although didn't provide what that was. Was it Proud Boys? Was it, or was he just didn't agree with him? And even if it is, um, look up the federal, what it, the federal terms are that for a hate crime, because the hate crime isn't just like skin color. Federally. Mm. Department of Justice. Um... So, by the Shepard-Byard Act, uh, a federal crime is willingness, willfulness caused bodily injury or attempt to do dangerous weaponry because of the victim's actual or perceived race, color, religion, or national origin. The act also extends to federal hate crime prohibitions, crimes committed because of the actual or perceived religion, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability of any person only where the crime affected interstate or foreign commerce or occurred within federally special maritime and territorial jurisdiction. Okay. Um, so it doesn't say anything about uh, political affiliation. That should probably be in there. So North Dakota's hate crime says it's based on uh, sex, race, color, religion, and national origin. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think a political affiliation or even affiliation to a club should be a part of a hate crime. I don't like the Boy Scouts, so I'm going to go on a rampage. That should be a hate crime. Because it's not that yeah, person individually, yeah. it's what they represent. I think they could, the way how politically charged our nation has become, political affiliation should, could be added should to be how added. hate crime could you imagine how many Antifa people should get arrested because of hate crime laws? I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but right now, I don't, I think stretching it is going to be the hard part. So, um, But what he did can be classified. He could be charged with the death penalty if North Dakota still has it based on his actions. Right. 
Right, because um, it was premeditated. He ran. He had time. He ran them down. Yeah. Yeah. So that all happened. Um. Let's uh. Uh. I mean, we'll have more on this as it goes forward. This just recently happened. Um, I wish nothing but best for the family. Hopefully they, uh, they can find some peace and hopefully, uh, douchebag here will get. Hopefully there's become currency in prison. My, my fear is that we won't see justice because he's on the left. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to think about it that way. But we're 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 gonna go play high. Go fuck yourself on that one. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's this about warning labels that you have here? <laughs> I'm not familiar with this. There's a TikTok trend with Nyquil soaked chicken. I have seen this trend. So. I don't know what it is with this generation in the first tie pods, then other something else. Now Nyquil chicken. Um. So do they I, think? I, is it like uh to like if you're feeling uh. A cold or COVID, you make no, some NyQuil chicken no, and uh, you go to no. sleep? Nope. They're just cooking the chicken in NyQuil. NyQuil is nasty in and of itself. I wouldn't put that on anything. NyQuil only has two flavors, red and green. And the green tastes like really nasty black uh, licorice. That's the only time you can label a flavor to a color is NyQuil. No, Red no, hospital jello. Green. Hospital jello. Sure. Okay, I'll give you hospital jello. My thing is, we should take off warning labels for this new generation because they're not going to be smart enough to look anything up. Um, well, I mean, let, was it uh, a couple years ago there was the Tide Pod Challenge? Yes. Let Darwin start coming in and do natural selection. Um let the strongest survive. So, um, according to the Guardian, interest in NyQuil chicken appears to have substantially increased after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued a warning about the. This is sad that the FDA has to come involved, get involved with this dumbass challenge. Well, the thing is, is the uh, the search and everything actually went up, and the uh, amount of videos went up since they issued it. So people yeah, that didn't like, even know about it to? were the FDA issued a statement on September 15th warning of a social media videos encouraging people to cook chicken in NyQuil. The chant quote, the challenge sounds silly and unappealing, unappetizing, and it is, but it could also be very unsafe, they said. Quote. Boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. 
even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking it could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body. It could also hurt your lungs. According to data TikTok provided to BuzzFeed, searches for NyQuil chicken rose significantly following the FDA's announcements and its subsequent media coverage. From 5 on September 14th, literally there were five searches on September 14th. They put it out on the 15th, and by September 21st, there was 7,000 searches. So we're 7,000 isn't that huge, but the fact that they put it out. Um, have you ever heard of the Streisand effect? No. So the Streisand effect is based on Barbara Streisand. Yes. And I'm assuming it had something to do with her, her giant fucking nose. No. Um, I don't remember when this actually happened, but evidently she had a beachfront property that was sure. open to the public, but she didn't like it being open to the public. Uh, she thought she owned it. So uh, there were some people that were on there and um, they, she kept trying to push them off. So she went to, I guess her local township or went somewhere uh, to try to get her, try to get a zone so that she owned that property. Um, well, from doing that and then making appearances, talking about how people are invading her property, it now let everyone else know where her property was. And she got flooded with people coming onto her property. Had she had not said anything, she would have had like one or two periodically here and there. But because she made a deal about it and made it everyone know about it, this is what, you know, she ended up getting flooded. That's the strike sand effect. In this case, yeah, a couple dumbass people saw these videos or searched it. Uh, I guess it started on 4chan in 2017. Mm -hmm. Of course, it was a 4chan thing. Um, so, yeah, it would have went nowhere. It would have died off as quickly as the people inhaling it. Uh, but because the FDA made an announcement, now it's on all of the news, and now everybody knows, and everybody's going, what the heck is this? And I'm going to search it. Same thing happened with the Tide Pod Challenge. There was a few people that did the Tide Pod Challenge. Some had some really bad effects from it. But it was the news and the FDA that talked about the Tide Pod Challenge that made it go massive. People searched for it. And more people tried it. Yeah. yeah. If you hear this, don't soak your chicken in NyQuil. Um, or if you're young and stupid, go ahead do it not my problem if you want to be dumb enough to uh cook your chicken in nyquil you're dumb enough to find out the results right. um but other you know, words, it's not quite as good as when i sprinkle my crystal meth flakes on my chicken though no <laughs> <laughs> so Moving on, um, I saw this. This has been all over the place. Um, you're an, you were once an officer, so I'm assuming you seeing this will probably 
makes you kind of like, oh, that was a bad idea. So two officers decided to park their car on railroad tracks. That sounds dumb. Um, they put a suspect in said car while they were searching their car. And then oh. the train whistle hit. Oh, this isn't good. I have the uh... lady that was handcuffed in the back of the police car survived. I'm only assuming because the it was I believe it was the they had the SUV and that motherfucker was keep going was like probably like armored up inside so it could take somewhat of a beating because if it was a regular car that fuck car would have been shredded a right. mile down the road and that lady would have been dead let me um, see uh this looks like uh this is that's a can, that's the body cam footage A very long time to go over. Do you see or toss anything? I, I, I. Oh no! They're searching the car. I think Get that's them. Stay back! For all those that are watching, graphic, this is graphic, so just be, if you don't want to watch it, kind of fast forward a little bit. Um, wow. I understand the officers were doing their job, but should they have known not to park on a railroad track? Yeah, that's, I just, I can't think of any logical reason why you would park on the tracks. Wow, look at that thing. That is mangled. Well, yeah, but I think the only reason why the lady survived is 100% because of how armored or how those police cars are probably like set up in there inside like Structure wise, like, said he did not see anything. Uh, possibly, I don't believe ours were structured any different than any other vehicle. So oh, really? Um, they had braces that. on the front, like, uh, for uh, the ram bars and stuff like that. But, um, the A frame, I don't believe had any like extra reinforcement or anything. But I don't even know. The thing is, watching the video, it's not really clear why they got pulled over. Um, it's just yeah. Well, the vehicle the vehicle starts with the or the video starts with a high speed chase. Yeah. So obviously, then um, as you saw that there, there was probably, there was an announcement that that they may have thrown something out of the car. Right. So um, probably drugs or uh, impaired driving or something like that, and then they ran and. Sure, and I'll you know don't I'd have run to from the cops. The whole, just pull over. Yeah. Um. But, you know, like I tell everyone, your time to fight is in court, not 
on the roadside. Yeah, no, but the problem is now those officers are gonna are most likely gonna be suspended. Oh yeah, pending because that's that right there is. So one of the things that they use, uh, you know, with anything like this is uh, the reasonable person test. Um, who they determine as a reasonable person, I don't know. But um, what they say is, would a reasonable person or a reasonable officer do the same thing that that person did? I can't. I think see it was myself. lack of judgment of it was where lack they of judgment. I can't see myself or anyone else parking the car on railroad tracks. You know, the thing is, those officers are going to have to live with that decision of parking their car oh, on yeah. the railroad track. Ten to one. They'll never make that mistake ever again. If they were um, in law enforcement again. Um, if, yeah, that's if, if they work, because ten to one, no matter what that lady was in trouble for, she's got a civil suit. Towards that police department. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was in their custody, which meant they were in charge of her safety. So, yeah, they're or they were responsible for her safety. So she was in cuffs, mind you. Yeah. And she was in a locked car. So they they are responsible for once you put them in cuffs. And and or put them in your car. You are responsible for their safety. Um, hence, you know, why certain things with the George Floyd, I defended the officer's actions. Other things, I don't defend it. One of the things I don't defend is he was in cuffs, which meant he was not a flight risk. And therefore, you know, the move that he did, I've done that many times while cuffing somebody or detaining them waiting for another officer. But once they're in cuffs, you're responsible for their safety. I'm not, I'm not saying that's not, that's not correct whatsoever. Do I think uh, the kneeling on them was, should have been done? No, I think that they went a little too far, but I don't think George Floyd should have been as praised. No, no. There's other his circumstances. Actions. There's other circumstances. I still think uh, drugs had a lot to do with and fentanyl. Well, they found in fentanyl instance. in the police cruiser. Right. I th- I think uh, I think he had a, a fentanyl fit. But oh yeah. But also, I mean, again, there's other circumstances that, um, you know, where I do think that they're responsible. Uh, no. Do I agree, you know, that he should have went went away for life for what he did? No, because I don't think he was the direct cause of the guy's death. But, you know, that's my opinion. So. Um, I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, just remember, yeah, railroad tracks are not something you want to park on ever. No. Regardless if you know if the tracks are not being used anymore. Because I know there's a railroad right down the road from me that they don't use anymore they but I, I it doesn't mean i would still park on i would be like oh i'm gonna park on these tracks for no. right right because you just never know what's gonna happen 
I don't know um, why, but uh, you know that scene from Stand By Me where they're walking across the railroad bridge? That just popped into my head. Good Lord. It's a, that was a weird uh, ADHD moment. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about the immigration thing a little bit more in depth because after the last one we did last Friday, a sheriff from Texas is doing an investigation now on the governors of Texas and Florida saying that they broke laws by sending them to Martha's Vineyard. I don't... First off, I don't know what laws they would have broken. That that is that, that's the thing. We, we don't. But my thing is, it's okay when the Democratic Party does it, right? Because if you a, don't this remember, is a Democratic sheriff trying to make a name for himself. Yes. So the de- before Newsom, not Newsom, fucking Abbott, uh. DeSantis? DeSantis and the governor of Arizona started busing immigrants to um, sanctuary states. And I'm saying sanctuary states because that's what they are. They actually receive federal funding for programs to help illegal immigrants to go through the process to become legal. That's why they're sanctuary states. And ICE can't Deport them, I believe. Um, but when so the Democrats used to fly them in the middle of the night to Florida, to all over, fuck to even Michigan, to Pennsylvania. Uh, they flew. They flew some to uh, the town right next to me. Pennsylvania got them. Um, so Abbott from Texas started sending them to Washington, D.C., to New York, to Illinois. Now they're all getting upset. And then DeSantis had the bright idea to send them to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. My thing is, it's about to be wintertime. Why the fuck are you going to send them to Massachusetts? They're going to be under like 12 feet of snow in the next month or so. Um, That's just mean. Um, well, if they go to Chicago, it's the same thing. True. Um, but my thing is, is that why is the officer, why is this officer, this is going to, I have a feeling, backfire in his face some way, shape, or form. Right. So here's the thing. So he brought this up and said he's going to investigate. One, you're a county sheriff. You don't investigate interstate or federal. You can only investigate what's in your county. Right. Uh, That's why every state has state police for things outside of the county or outside of the city, whatever your jurisdiction is. Mm -hmm. Uh, On top of that, to investigate the... Florida governor that's just you you I don't understand where he thinks he gets his authority from I think this is literally just him being a windbag and saying I'm going to do what I want because I want to make a name for myself 
Um, was what uh, DeSantis did um, a political stunt? Hell yeah, it was. Because you know what? We've been saying we're going to do this. We They should do this for the last, what, year and a half? Year, at least. And I think it was... Uh, um, Candace Owen, who said, send them to, or bust them to Martha's Vineyard. Watch how, watch how fast they get rid of them then. Well. 24 hours. Uh, 46 hours, I believe it was. 46 hours. They have uh, so much, so many empty B&Bs there that they could have given every one of them uh, their own place. Plus, you know, hundreds of B&Bs left over. What Obama had a tent that what housed 500 people right on his own property. Right, exactly. Have him pop that tent back up. So, so basically, what it is is the Democrats are hypocrites. They want to call for uh, people to take care of them, but they don't want to do it themselves. That's why the difference between a conservative saying they want to do something and a Democrat saying they want, like a conservative saying they want to help the poor and a Democrat saying they want to help the poor. The conservative puts his own money up and says, you know what, I want to give this much money to help the poor in my area. A Democrat says, I want to take money from everybody else to give it to the government so the government can do it for me. I don't want to have to pay more than my quote unquote fair share. And that's the thing, put them in Martha's Vineyard, they got out of there faster than any place, any time in history. Man, that, that uh, National Guard was summoned so quickly for them. Right. And then they sent them to, what was it, a uh, uh, an Army base? Joint Joint Task Force Base. Um, what was it? So, basically, so I, again, I'm saying, here is the liberals, and especially the rich liberals in uh, Martha's Vineyard, Basically saying, you're brown, get out of town. We don't want you here. Because that's what it is. It's a bunch of rich white people telling brown people, we don't want you here. And they knew where they were going. DeSantis showed. They went to Joint Base Cape Cod. DeSantis showed. He gave them pamphlets. He gave them a map. He gave them food. He gave them food. It was an air-conditioned plane ride. Yeah, he showed he, them. I mean, he gave them everything. He gave them a whole map of the area, where to go, you know, places that were hiring, uh, places that can help you, all of that stuff. So the the leftists saying, oh, this is no different than, uh, um, you know, the cartels uh, smuggling people. No, this is a lot different. And not only that, it's a lot different than the Biden administration literally dropping, I don't know how many it was, people off in a small town that has less than a thousand people, not far from me, dropping them off and basically kicking them off the bus and saying, okay, good luck. Now you're in Michigan. You're Michigan's problem. Yeah, that's basically what the federal government said, what the Biden administration said. It's going to be an interesting... um, Four years, or next two years with the new Congress, hopefully. Yeah. This is an opportunity to vote. Really got to make this change. Because. Think about this. 
a lot of what we're dealing with now, I will put this on Trump because after the election and Trump saying that everything was rigged, we still had a special election for the senators in uh, Georgia. Yeah. And they did not have the turnout that they needed from Republicans that they normally get in a November election in the special one because they were told that their votes don't matter, that the left is going to do what they want with the voting. Now, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But the thing is, is they didn't have the turnout to overcome. Had they turned out in January like they did in November, we would have had a Republican Senate. That means at least half of what this administration is doing and the proposals and the stuff that they passed wouldn't have happened. It would have been blocked. So that's where come November, vote, vote. We got, we have to overwhelm the system with Republican votes to the point that they cannot dispute it. Um, do you watch Cobra Kai? No, no. There's a really good scene in Cobra Kai. Uh, I've been meaning to, I just never could get it. For some reason, I never got into it. Oh, I just so never. Good. It's so good. So I've, I've been watching. Season, so in I the have last... been watching the new uh, Lord of the Rings on Amazon. The oh, Rings okay. of Power. I cannot um, get into that, but I never liked Lord of the Rings either. It's too much talking. Um. Too much talking and like you know voiceover. So. Uh. But no, in Cobra Kai, there's a there's a last season. Uh, um, Daniel's daughter lost the tournament because uh, the ref was the official was paid off. So the points that she scored, if they were if they were scorable, but it was questionable, the ref wouldn't give it to her. Um, and then come to find out, they had the same thing happen uh, in this season, and she realized it. And uh, basically, uh, she was told, "Hey, you. That means that." every point that you make, you have to make it so obvious to everyone that you, the, the ref cannot dispute it because then everyone will know that, you know, it's rigged. And she ended up winning because, because of that, I gave away a plot point, but oh, well, um, we have to do the same thing with the voting. We have to vote in such numbers that the Democrats cannot make any claims in the middle of the night or, uh, you know, you know, this was switched or anything like that. We have to make that so overwhelming that um, if anything is in question, that there is a huge, huge margin there. So. Here's a here's a video clip. Uh, somebody I found on TikTok that uh, um, I like what he had to say about the uh, Martha's Vineyard. This is a reply to a comment. The comment said, uh, "And and they don't want those brown people there." The source is not a DHS report. The source is Breitbart News. No, the source for that comment is the people of Martha's Vineyard themselves. They managed to mobilize the local, state, and federal government 
to have these illegal immigrants removed within 48 hours. They didn't want them there so bad that they got rid of them quicker than anybody ever has. And I've pointed out that Martha's Vineyard currently has 284 available Airbnbs. They could have given every single illegal that DeSantis sent them their own Airbnb and still had about 234 places left. Not to mention, take care of them. Everybody who lives there is wealthy as fuck, but they didn't help them because they didn't want them there. They kept them in a schoolhouse for about two days and then sent them off to a military base. That is the compassionate side of the white liberals of Martha's Vineyard. That is what happens when you ask Democrats to practice what they preach. And I can't wait to see it again because this isn't the last time we're sending them. Right. Oh, it's right. going to happen again. It's just going to be a bigger, it's going to be in more troves. And the thing is, is again, liberals love to preach, but they don't want to ever practice it. You know, they, they love to say, uh, you know, pay, pay your fair share, but they will do everything they can for tax breaks themselves. California. Oh yeah. Pay your fair share, pay your fair share. But when our taxes go up uh, in the state, uh, we want a federal uh, tax break on that. They're, they're, I saw this morning, California is raising their minimum wage to $22 an hour. Shit. I don't even make $22 an hour. Uh, that man doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. I am sorry. Because um, all well, you are is just... The thing is, is minimum wage was never intended to be a livable wage that you can support a whole family on with a house. Minimum wage was meant to be low-skilled employees that are either doing it as a, sec- a first job or, you know, they're getting into the workforce or as a second job to do part-time or again, the amount that you get paid is it's economics. It's, My thing is, so how many people out there, if can I'm do working job, a job a and I've earned, I've earned my $22 an hour based on the original minimum wage. And now it's going to be jumped up to $22 an hour. Shouldn't my pay increase? Cause I have more experience than, you the think, schmuck. But that's not how it works. But that's not, you're right. That's not that's not gonna how it works at all. So, so if you made one dollar, make one dollar above what the new minimum wage is, your wage isn't changing. That doesn't seem it's never that's not right whatsoever. Because I took the time, busted my ass to earn the wage that I'm at. Right. To gain the experience, to go to school, to all of that stuff, because you wanted to make yourself more valuable so that you had a select uh, uh, toolbox that you have that not everybody else has. The problem is, is they think, oh, they need a higher minimum wage to work at McDonald's. The thing is, is Anybody can work at McDonald's. You can take anybody off the street. I don't care if they're a college professor or a 15-year-old. They can, with uh, minimum training, I want to say when I did it, it was less than a day, I was able to work at McDonald's just as well as anybody else that's been there for years. So I told my wife, I was like, I'm going I'm to quit my job and go work for McDonald's and not have as much stress. Right. So... That's the thing, you know, if, if you have a job 
that requires special experience, special training, you're worth more and you should get paid more. That's the minimum wage was meant for people with l low skills and uh, low uh, uh, low employment background. Or as a second job, maybe I have a regular job that I'm making $22 an hour, $25 an hour, but I want a second job to work, you know, two nights a week, three nights a week to make an extra couple hundred dollars. No, I mean, that's why the turnover rate on these low, uh, these minimum wage jobs is so high. It's not because of the wage. It's because anybody can do it. So once you kind of get your foot in the door, you start looking elsewhere and you go, okay, I don't need this anymore. And they basically go, okay, next person in line, you're hired. I mean, and there's like some parts of where I work at, we call our, our front door to our building had one of those rotation doors going in. And I was like, man, that's our hiring process. Cause it's a, oh, the revolving door, a, the revolving door. They're like, what do you mean? I said, look, in the beginning for the first year, you're as expendable as the next person. It's until you've, they're taking the time with you to train you. So you have to show prove that you, you prove your worth, that you want to be here, that you, they're wanting to take the time and the, give you, help you get the experience. So you're not going right back out the door again. And on, I'm like, it, I mean, I remember I was like first like three years where I was at. I was busting my ass for them to be like, all right, let's give them more to do. Let's see how. And they saw a slight decline. That's only because it was a small learning curve to get the the new stuff in. And it, but as soon as I had it down, my my work performance went through the roof again. And they're like, right, you were earning okay, them well, more money. Give them more to do. They, yeah, you know. And granted, it sucks because it's not one of those places where, oh, you're given more to do. Oh, because you have these skills, you get more pay. Because we were unionized, uh, it was, okay, you've been here for this long. This is how much you're making minimum. And then the six-month raises, which I was fine with because it was still more because you had the ability to either be staff or you had to be clerical. Once you got the staff part, staff gave you gave you the better benefits and the better pay. And all I was like, that's what you wanted to work for. That's what you wanted to be at. You didn't want to be the clerical. Granted, yeah, it was decent pay, but it was also you were you were the first on the chopping block if right. layoffs were ever to happen. Um, so it's like well, and then there's also, you know, when the reason I don't do uh, freelance for videos, because I hate, I hate clients and I would give them uh, a, you know, I do a project uh, and I would tell them my price, um, yeah. say my price is okay to do this. It's going to be $1,200 and I do it and I turn it in the next day and they go, well, how long did you spend on that? And I go, oh, it took me about five hours. And they're going five hours for $1,200. And, you know, that means I'm paying you. I don't feel like doing math, but, yeah. um, you know, $200 an hour. 
or sure say it took like six that. hours two hundred dollars an hour and yeah. i'm like no you're paying me because i can get it done in six hours because i have the knowledge and the uh experience to be able to get this project done and edited in six hours if you want to do it yourself and i've told this to a couple clients when i tell them that and then they say how long is it going to take and i say probably take me about you know a day or two and then they go, well, why don't I just do it myself? And I go, okay, have at it. And then they come back to me and they want to know how much it is. And I give them a bigger price. And yeah, the, the stupid price. Yeah. And I, they're like, well, why is it higher? And I go, did you try doing it yourself? Yeah. And they, we couldn't get it. And I go, yeah, that's why it's higher because you wanted to do it yourself and you proved that you're not able to. So, and now, then now I have to undo everything you did to redo it again. So there's that, right. um, you know, you're paying for, you're paying for the skills and the experience of the person. That's what makes you marketable. People don't realize I think, uh, working someplace is no different than buying a good. I can buy the cheap dollar store version of a hammer and it's not going to work very well. It may get the job done, but not for very long or not very well, or I can go down and buy the hundred dollar version of the hammer and you know, I can go a lot faster cause it's heavier. It works better. It's weighted better, all of that. And it gets my job done better because that was designed. Working is no different. And I know a lot of people have a problem with me saying that, but that's no different. You're selling yourself to a company. You're selling your time and your abilities to a company and they're paying you for that time and ability. I don't know. So we're, we're going to find out what Biden's fair share taxes because it says if you're making under 400000 you're not going to get new taxes. I, I know, that, but I just it's just going to go up in flames because especially with everyone wanting to raise. Did you see also was it yet over the on Friday the the pound tanked on live television yes like i was like i saw it after the fact people posting it but yes i was like that that's not if one country's income is going down our income's going to go down it's just it's just going to well, be our income is already down i mean inflation yeah. is up at least 10 percent uh in some things it's 20.6 10 percent rounding <laughs> uh, because some places in some stuff it's uh 20 percent uh 25 percent i think homes is still at like 20 percent um yeah but the raises that we got over uh nationally over the last year was only two and a half percent so that means this year even with a raise you're making less than you were a year ago oh yeah But the Inflation Reduction Act is supposed to be helpful. Yeah, well, um, it'll be helpful to Democrats and their pet projects. And the people that paid them off to have that bill go through. So did you see also that the House committee voted uh, down the Hunter Biden resolution? No, they, that, they brought it to a vote. To yeah, so they brought it to a vote. Uh 
not that long ago, but the Democrats at this moment uh, voted it down. Why? Because they didn't feel that there was enough evidence. Um, I'm sorry. There's The proof is in his laptop and on his phones that him and his father were dealing with China and Russia for all different things. Um, they're talking about sending our natural gas to China. Right. As we're paying more, they're already saying natural gas is going to be the highest ever this winter. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy this year. Um, my oh, thing by is, the way, if you have propane, you better uh, get on one of them locked in prices right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you got locked in last year. Hopefully. But, you know, gas, gas again, um, where I'm at, it's now back over $4 a gallon. Oh, yeah. So it dropped, it dropped down. I think the lowest it was in the last couple months was like three sixty-five. Now we're back up over $4. Thing is, the only place that actually even talked about this, I will have to say, was on Fox. Because no one else even mentioned this even going into committee. Um, Congressman James Comer, ranking member of the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Congressman, good morning to you. What do you think about what the president had to say there about his, his son? Well, what he said doesn't match up with the facts. We already have seen emails that show that Joe Biden was, in fact, communicating with Hunter Biden and his associates. We've heard the voicemail where the president was clearly keeping up with all the press reports and all the investigations pertaining to his son. And he told his son in the voicemail that he thinks it's going to be OK. Just hang tight. We'll get through this. So we've heard uh, countless uh, uh, times when former associates of Hunter Biden has said that Joe Biden was in fact the big guy. So uh, the facts don't match what the president continues to say about, first of all, he had no knowledge of Hunter Biden's business dealings. And second, more importantly, that he was not involved directly in Hunter Biden's business dealings. Congressman, as for these documents that you are seeking, will the Democrats in charge of the Oversight Committee allow you to get the Hunter documents or are they going to Protect Joe Biden. Remember, not that long ago, Matt Gates put the Hunter Biden laptop into committee. It's in the, they have possession of it now. Yeah. Um, so we're going to find out what happens. Um, hopefully, new, new Congress, new committee, and then. I mean, Joe Biden has already done enough for two peachable offenses. This this would be over the top if found guilty through the committee, and they then they start the process. Because um, the thing is, I mean, I mean, they couldn't really charge Obama because, but Obama would be complicit because. He was the president at the time when the vice right. president, when he was vice president. And, and 
you know, Biden specifically uh, said at the time that, yes, as vice president, I went in there and I told them, uh, you know, get rid of this person that's after Burisma. Um, or you don't get the billion dollars. Or you don't get the, yeah, you don't get the money. And lo and be, I think it's, he said, you know, and lo and behold, they were able to get rid of that person. So it's like, oh, there's a quick fire. His exact words was, lo and behold, they fired that son of a bitch. And poof, they got the money. Right. You want to talk about quid pro quo. And and that's what they, they tried to impeach Trump for, just for at, trying to figure out what happened. Right. Yeah. Like Trump basically said, you need to investigate this and you need to find out if you want the money. Mm -hmm. And so again, uh, Democrats, I I think the theme of the show is uh, Democrats are hypocrites, liberal hypocrites. Actually, that's a good name for the show. Hypocrisy by be thy name. There we go. Um, I would have just went with liberal hypocrites. It's easier. Sure. Um, I'll probably get more hits on that one. Um, let's do. Let's talk about this because you said you didn't even see this. So Joe Biden had a speech Friday. I knew he had a speech Friday, but you know, I was, was again I was laid up uh, with that infection and then uh, had stuff going on, so I haven't. <sighs> Hell, I don't even. It was it was about the election and everything, and then he sees this this lady and makes the most creepiest fucking comment I have ever heard anyone say. Because if anybody else said this, it would have been really, really looked into. Do you think people guess what we got? Do you think people at this point are just like, yeah, that's creepy Uncle Joe. He's just creepy. Like, we, no, no. we give up. A lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. <laughs> we go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30. But anyway, <laughs> this woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway, but get- an awful lot, you say? Is that how we're wording it now? So what, did, what wanna, when she was 12, were you asking her what kind of uh, shampoo she was using? Did he sniff you? Were you rubbing her legs or was she rubbing yours? In the I pool, making rubbed. bubbles off her legs. Right. Right. Did she blow bubbles on your, on your inner thighs? Oh, she, I'm sorry. I got, that got too creepy for me. Yeah. No. If everyone listen, you got to remember, we're all repeating comments that Joe Biden has said himself. Um, my thing is, is that he has no bounds with his conversations. And, uh, and I, I wish they would take a picture. I don't know what girl he was even talking to. Um, because they'll never they never it's a showed teacher at the teachers union. I'm assuming. Because he said all. he was 30, so she'd be, you know, he's 78, 79, 80. He was 78 when he got in. Yeah, so, so he'd be like 
79 or 80. So that was 50 years ago. Let's say he's 80. Yeah, 50 years ago. That was a whole different time. That's, um, ooh. He helped. She she helped him. She got stuff. Helped him get stuff done. I don't. Nope. We're not. We're not walking down that path because I'm not walking those comments back. Nope. Mm-mm. No. No. Ooh. All right. So I, I don't know what else to say about that. He's he's a creepy old man. He's just completely creep. Like I would not trust him being in the same room unsupervised with my child. I mean, he's he's done some. He's done some. Uh, bangers plus also he even stated that uh if provoked if china provokes taiwan that he will send the military to taiwan to defend on on the 60 minutes um on a 60 minutes interview when he announced for the second time that covid was over um my thing is why would you poke a bear like china when they're literally arm throw a uh, stone throw away from Taiwan and we are not, we are further away than he realizes. I mean, yes, we have some military forces in Japan and all uh, and outside in of Korea. Korea. Yeah. Um, we also have a whole lot, hell of a lot of our why, ships there. Uh, why would we pick a Taiwan? fight with China right now, especially when you're, not wanting to pay our military. One, two, you you said, oh, because of inflation, they should get on food stamps. The United States Army to get on food yes, stamps. Yes, that's right. He did say that. Um, my thing is, is that I, I, I just think he's he's fucking losing his mind, and he's about to make us pay for his comments, and all because. Well, the thing is, is. It's one thing to show strength, and I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to say if China invades Taiwan, there's going to be some uh, major repercussions coming from us, and we're prepared to do that. Sure. But to say, you invade Taiwan, we're going to send our the full might and force of the United States military... You, you, that's basically putting us in another Vietnam. No, that would be a world war. That will turn into a world war because then Russia will come to back China. Korea, North Korea will back China. And, uh, and then England, France will come back. Uh, it, it Most of the European nations. Yeah. But with Russia already holding back Ukraine, and $800 million of our money and weapons and shit like that over in the Ukraine already. What, what is it not? What Russia would be able to hold us back straight from there. So it will be definitely. And then, and then one country that's never been in a war, we don't know how they would act. And that would be the country of India. They'll, they'll be smack dab right in the middle on right. either side of this. And yeah. on, you know, Iran, Iran's going to side with China. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they'll shut off. They'll shut off the trade route right through the Red Sea, through the Nile. So you can't, we can't go that way. How, so it's just going to be, I think it would be a mistake to, to pick a fight with a country right I think at we this need time. To, I think we need to, to defend Taiwan. I think right yes. now it's an awful time to be friends with the U.S. Because we are not very good friends. We showed that with Afghanistan. Um, we showed that uh, with... Um, the Saudis, we showed that with, uh, or not the Saudis. Um, what's the other country out there? The Iranians. Well, not the Iranians. Um, ah, I can't think. Iraq? No. Well, Iraq is Kuwait? another one that we, co- no. Uh, um, but anyway, knows? but, uh, you know, basically what it is, is we say, yeah, we're your friends. We're here for you. We'll protect you. Until it's inconvenient for us. And then you're on your own. Um, so Taiwan is one that, one, they produce most of our chips. I know we're trying to get the manufacturing back to the U.S. In fact, there's a company. Right now, uh, that's where our chips are coming from. Yeah, there's a company out here that just got a huge, huge uh, um, contract. And they're hiring a lot of people. Yeah, Intel uh, is opening that building in Ohio. They're building a building right. to do the so chip trying, manufacturing in Ohio. We're trying and to I'll, do it. But for right now, Taiwan is still the major chip manufacturer. And don't forget, chips are in everything. It's not just computers. It's in our cars. It's in our phones. It's in our remote controls. It's in our TVs. It's in our speakers. It's in It's in all our military and our missiles on our planes, our boats. Our, right. You know, I, I, your car alone, when they talk about a chip, a chip shortage affecting cars, it's not just one computer chip in there. They have dozens it's a and damn, dozens. damn circuit board. They have dozens of them all over that connect to each other. So, you know, that's, and if we're going to go uh, like California does and wants to go purely electric, that whole car is going to be ran on chips all over the car and sensors all over every single every single uh camera that it uses is going to have a chip every single screen every single brake every single everything is going to have a chip so it's we have to defend them both i think morally because we told them hey you guys are free we're allies we're here to defend and help you and uh, economically. Well, I'm pretty spent. Do we have any videos for this evening? Yeah, well, let's get to some get to some videos. So, give me a minute here. Let me load up a, a few. So, while he's doing that, again, remember this is episode 49 of Fire Talk Radio. Always con- you can contact us at firetalknetwork at gmail.com. Phone number is 814-380-9820. believe that's it. Um, and check us out on Anchor, um, Facebook, YouTube, subscribe, and Rumble. Subscribe, like, uh, 
and then you'll know when we go live. Um, yeah. All right. So for the first one, while I load up some more, um, we're going to call this like Uber Karen or, uh, I think what, what are they saying? Uh, final boss, Karen, final boss, Karen. You're not a police officer. You just hit my vehicle. Give me your driver's license. You pulled right out in front of me. Yeah, and when someone pulls in front of you because there's an emergency, you slow your rear end down and you stop. Okay, these are not cars. Have you ever had someone have an emergency and pull in front of you? These are not cars. They don't stop on a dime. It doesn't matter. You have to be far enough behind. You know what? I'm going to tell you the whole You should have picked up. Mind you, this guy is in like an 18-wheel truck. When he says they don't stop on a dime... You're talking like they take like a half a mile to stop. Yeah, I mean. So you pull out in front of one of them, you're taking your life in your hands. Yeah, that that, that is, that's Darwinism right there. Yes. Up my trash, big boy. I picked up your trash. No, you didn't. You want to go see what you left? I left the carpeting and the. Oh my my bad. He's in a uh, uh, garbage truck, which again does not stop on a dime. No. You're supposed to pick up everything. No, nope, four bags. Yeah. Oh, you are in so much and deep crap. Well, you wait till your boss tells you what you got to pick his up. Way here too, you man. think you get to decide what you pick up and what nope, you don't? No, it's what you ordered. You little twerp. It's what you ordered. You little twerp. I know what I ordered. Okay. And you're going to pay. Man, okay. she looks like Smeagol yeah. in the face. Kind of does. Surprise, you ain't pissing your pants already. I'm not because it's all on video. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for videos. Yeah. yeah we'll Is see. it really worth? We'll it's trash. Oh, really it's worth, worth every it? penny, baby, because I've been working with you with your rear end for weeks. Is it worth getting in an I told today? you what you were supposed to do. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay. Like a she damn knows the child. Alphabet. All right. And you can't even follow instructions. Well, why don't you go back How to old are you? Why don't you go back to da, da, baby, baba, baby. <laughs> da, 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 da. What the fuck? And someone took out their trash. And if it's a four-bag limit, let me say this to the universe. And you go to a customer's garbage cans and they got five bags, then you charge them for one extra. But you got enough common sense to pick the sucker up. This guy ain't got no common sense. Who the hell was she talking to? I think she knows, since she knows he's on, he's videotaping, I think he's trying to say it loud enough for the camera. I don't know. I feel like she's possessed. For those of you that are not watching the video, yes, she is literally walking around with her arms flapping like a chicken. And now she's rolling no. in the grass. No! I'm so scared. Yeah, you got Dude, what would stop him from going? I, I don't know. You hit the back of my van refused oh, to give me your personal information. Ain't right. Where's her fucking van at? She's walking in the middle of the street. I have no clue. Oh, let me do this guy first when I can, all right? 
Thank you. Yeah. My first kill. First kill. I got away. This guy's a. Uh, how shall I put it? A pussy. Okay. Uh, I think I'm on the side with the garbage man driver. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but she automatically made me side with him. So, have you heard about the fight at Chick-fil-A, where Chick-fil-A took down a uh, car? Yes, because the lady was getting carjacked, and the Chick-fil-A guy beat the shit out of him. So, Go. this is it. I think that's probably the only time, I, the only fast food place I would assume that the... Yeah, no other fast the, food the employees place would somebody will, come out and... Would do defend, this? Yeah. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is the only one. And I'm sure when they uh when they left, what did they say at Chick-fil-A? Uh not have a nice day, but um have a pleasant day or something like that. I I don't go to Chick-fil-A. I'm I'm not a fan of Chick-fil-A. I don't but here it is. But sure. So Chick-fil-A guy is the one that's in the uh stripes. And he gets up and he gets the guy in a guillotine choke. And he's subduing them. He's choking them out. There's, a, there's another chick. Thank you. And he's standing in his back holding them as the guy is sitting on the ground wondering, I just got my ass kicked by a Chick-fil-A. So this is a great example of why everybody should know at least a little bit of jujitsu or grappling because... Like he just, he turned it up. The guy got on top. He sat up. He uh, got to uh, a guillotine, got to his feet, was able to drive into him. Like it wasn't textbook. It wasn't perfect, but you know what? It got the job done. He prevented someone from carjacking. Um, I guess it was a, a mom and a kid too. Yeah. Like she had, she was putting the baby in when the guy came up behind her. Mm-hmm. So yeah all right uh next one right here i've always wanted to try one of these they had them in the fucking doctor's office he's got so i had i had to steal one i had what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go for it all right he's got poppers smelling salts oh god Oh my god! Oh! Wow! Shit! God damn! Oh! <laughs> Jesus fucking H Christ! Oh my god, that fucking burns! <laughs> it's supposed to be. What the fucking oh shit? That's what it's for! It's, a, it's an ammonia packet. Oh my. Oh! oh. oh I can't. For someone who's had that happen. Two. Um, it is it is definitely a nose burning, waking up, instant yes feeling. It's not well, and it uh, it gives you an adrenaline rush. I know fighters that will do that right before their fight. Oh yeah, um, because you get that you get that sudden surge, that sudden adrenaline rush. The only problem is, and I always try to tell them when they do that, like you know that only lasts like thirty seconds. And you're in a 15 minute fight. 
well yeah i mean it gets it going it's it's like a it's like a kicking your ass starter yeah um but uh anyone that's never tried it don't don't, don't just try it especially in a like car um because yeah those things smell and they burn they burn your eyes your nose all of that okay this is a video about believing in yourself do you believe in yourself not one bit no well Evidently, this guy didn't either. Hello, friends. I wanted to make this video to hopefully inspire you to do something that you didn't think was possible. What you have to do is believe in yourself, make a plan of action, and follow through with it. Well, if you believe you can do something, then you can. Like I can do with this board. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, break the that's board a piece of plywood. Eye. We're not talking like a pine board, like, you know, a martial artist breaks that has grain to be able to split along the grain or doesn't give. That's plywood. It's flexible for a reason. <laughs> Didn't believe in myself enough. I'm going to try again. <laughs> I'm just gonna have brain damage from this. Yeah. I don't. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> <bashing> himself. <laughs> oh, he's gonna have a headache. Laying down, Ryan. Apparently, I don't believe in myself as much. Did you see the cut on his head? I believe the board uh, willed right uh, a cut on his head. <laughs> I believe in the board more than I believe in this guy, but okay. Okay, so I've done martial arts for years. Just to let you guys know, the boards that we break... They're pine boards like you would buy at Home Depot. They're they're the one-foot pine boards that we cut down into one foot by one foot. Three-quarter inch thick. We're not talking plywood. That is meant to, that's glued together. You know, it's not just wood. It's like layers of wood glued together in alternating strips so that it has a... Um, stronger strength because the green isn't all running in one direction and don't get me wrong those pine boards they get tough when you stack like five or six of them together one breaking anybody a five-year-old can break one but once you get to like two three four five it, it gets a little tough at that point but that i wouldn't even try breaking plywood on my head think did you see that thing flex he like pulled down and the thing came down to his shoulders he 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 was he was trying way too hard. Okay, so here's my theory, and I'm glad you brought up 2012. It has to do with CERN, well, this is your theory. the Mandela effect, and the Mayan calendar. Let's start with the Mayan calendar. I believe the reason why the Mayan calendar ended in 2012 was because that civilization could not see past that date. 
that was the end of a timeline. In 2012 was also when CERN using the Large Hadrogen Collider slammed together the Higgs boson particle, also known as the God particle. I believe when that happened, we shifted to a different timeline. It's similar, but different. This is what caused the Mandela effect. It explains why like some people remember Chick-fil-A being spelled C-H-I-C and not C-H-I-K, the Berenstein Bears, and all the other examples of the Mandela effect. Oh, no, I, I believe that. In a, I, I believe that, too, with my full body, that's exactly what happened. Um, it makes sense that we're in an alternate universe, and... Uh, we all got blown into this alternate universe. That's why everything is different. And things that we remember didn't happen. And why we're... Well, we don't the... have to argue about uh, Shazam with Sinbad. Because he came out and admitted that. <laughs> uh, after years of... Yeah. Of saying, no, no, he didn't. Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> uh Oh, God, this one. Oh, tell me if you've seen the video he's about to talk about. Do you want to see what an actual fascist looks like? Okay, I'll show you. Oh, yes, I have seen this lady. Bag of Republicans from establishments. Hey, if you're wearing the shirt and you're wearing the hat, don't come in my store. Don't come in my restaurant. Can't come out of the fucking bank. When we look at Auschwitz, we see the end of the process. It's important to remember that the Holocaust actually did not start from gas chambers. This hatred gradually developed from words, stereotypes, and prejudice through legal exclusion, dehumanization, and escalating violence. Man released after running over teen he deemed a Republican extremist, court documents show. A North Dakota man who admitted to running over and killing a teenager says he did it because he thought the team was part of a Republican extremist group that was out to get him. Do you see where this is going? Yeah, I mean, again, as we keep saying, uh, the true fascists are on the left. I mean, they, they, I told my I, I, I told my wife that you had become a, a substitute teacher. She goes, "You should do that," he said. No, I shouldn't, because I can't sometimes control the words that come out of my mouth. Um, she goes, but you'd be a great history teacher, world history, government. I said, yes, because I would, I would, I would, I would teach it as factual as this is what happened. This is what happened in this time. The goal is to remember what happened in this time, so we don't repeat it. Um, yeah, we are repeating, we are slowly. And if you look how Hitler took over Germany step by step, and mind you, he did it over 11 years, we are walking very similar pathways. Granted, it's not Jewish people, um, but it's, it's still literally us versus them. It is always going to be an us versus them situation. Um, and it's, and uh, Biden's Hitler-esque speech that he gave earlier this month 
is just that. It was a Hitler-esque speech that basically said, quote-unquote, mega Republicans, because some Republicans are good because they agree with me, but any mega Republicans, uh, they're the enemy. They're the terrorists. They're trying to overthrow. They're trying to, they're trying to take, take you out. That is how you create the division that leads to a guy running over an 18-year-old. That leads to fights breaking out in the streets. That leads to an 83-year-old in Michigan getting shot because she's pro-life. You know, the person that is against life tried to take her life. Um, I believe I'm, do you have another one or are we done? Oh, no, I've got two more. Two more. Two more. What is your take on Trump? Is Trump a racist? I don't think so. This is Judge Joe Brown. I've talked to a number of black entrepreneurs who back in the late 80s and 90s, were early 90s, were trying to get financing. They could. Somebody told them to go check with Donald Trump. So they come back and tell me they got a loan from Donald Trump. He gave them a term loan, show up with the interest in the principal, one check, but they had to go see him personally. They independently relate this tale that when they saw him, he said, this is what you're supposed to pay me? This our agreement? Say, yeah. And then tore the check up, shook their hands and congratulations. Now run your business. And this was when? This was back in the 90s. See, most people don't even know this. He had a sister. He was, every time you saw him back in the 90s, fine paper bag, brown, beautiful black model. He likes fine women. He didn't have any problem with dating a black woman, walking her down red carpets. So, I mean, she says he's not a racist. He just doesn't like many people, black or white, and he. Appre- I can believe that. I, I've always had the saying: "It's like I'm not a racist. I just hate everybody equally." Right. Appreciates people who do stuff within their lane. Uh, well, not stay in their lane, but where they choose to be. If they do it well, he admires them: black, white, brown, red, yellow. Most people don't know this. He did was the finance man behind Jesse Jackson's two runs for president. Wow. So, you know, he talks, but I don't mind somebody talking. I think we've gotten too sensitive to that. That's part of the effeminization of the country. He ain't wrong. No, no. Everything he said is correct. And, uh, you know, the left just likes to throw out that uh, racist comment simply because um, it's once you call someone a racist, it's hard to defend. It's an indefensible accusation. You can say, well, I have black friends or I have this or I have that. And they go, well, see, you just proved that you're a racist because you named off the people. That's why the left uses it. That's why they use Mm -hmm. the left uh, or the left uses uh, homophobe or transphobe or any of that all right last one are men really that much stronger than women 
I think a lot of women have had a moment with the man they trust when they realize he is much stronger and could hurt us easily if he wanted. My teenage son almost knocked me down being silly, not realizing how strong he is now. He felt terrible and did not mean to hurt me. My husband had to explain to him he can't use the same force goofing around with girls than he does with his friends. My husband said his dad had to tell him the same thing when he grew stronger. I took a self-defense class in college, women-led, all-female class. We trained the whole semester on various techniques to escape an attacker. The point was to give yourself an opportunity to get away, not to overpower anyone. End of the class we all had to test out against a fake male attacker. Our attacker was 50 plus overweight, out of shape, campus security guy, who basically just swatted at us with boxing pads, even so, within two seconds of test starting, even using my techniques, I realized even this schlub of a guy was so much stronger and easily, easily could overpower me if he were really trying. Sobering experience but I am glad I learned just how much stronger men generally are than women during the test. That's the truth. I mean, I, I have female wrestlers and I tell them, listen, pound for pound, you may weigh the same as a guy, but you have to have better technique than him because he's going to overpower you. And lo and behold, even some of the great uh, female wrestlers that I have get overpowered by guys that don't even make it out of districts against other guys because they can just muscle them. I wish the, I wish the feminists and the left would learn that. That is biology. It has nothing to do with capability or anything like that. Yeah. But biology is that men in general, of course, there's a bell curve and there's going to be people at, you know, the, the far ends, but generally speaking, men are going to be stronger and um that's why i think it's part of our duty to protect women and children that if you see something like that chick-fil-a guy does did that you don't just call the police that you act yourself that you protect them that's our duty as men that's why we go down with the ship and the women and children get on the boats first. All right. Yep. So we'll end on that note. Thank you again and have a good night. <laughs> we can only count to four. We can only count to four.